Our reading this morning is from Luke's Gospel, chapter 7, beginning at verse 1. You can find this on page 1035 in the Pew Bibles. When Jesus had finished saying all this to the people who were listening, he entered Capernaum. There, a centurion's servant, whom his master valued highly, was sick and about to die. The centurion heard of Jesus and sent some elders of the Jews to him, asking him to come and heal his servant. When they came to Jesus, they pleaded earnestly with him, This man deserves to have you do this, because he loves our nation and has built our synagogue. So Jesus went with them. He was not far from the house when the centurion sent friends to say to him, Lord, don't trouble yourself for I do not deserve to have you come under my roof. That is why I do not even consider myself worthy to come to you. But say the word, and my servant will be healed. For I myself am a man under authority, with soldiers under me. I tell this one, go, and he goes, and that one, come, and he comes. I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed at him, and turning to the crowd following him, he said, I tell you, I have not found such great faith even in Israel. Then the man who had been sent returned to the house and found the servant well. This is the word of the Lord. Uh, and we are fortunate indeed this morning that VRL is actually going to bring uh, the word of God to us. So, VRL. If you don't believe in prophets, now is the, the time to, to start to believe. Look at my shirt and his, Peter's, uh, David uh, shirt. We have stripes. We brought something from Romania and we leave uh, this with you. Um, and this will remember about us. Thank you very much. <laughs> I find in a very difficult uh, situation, staying, staying in front of you, speaking in, not in my mother language. I, uh, I'm not a... Uh, good preacher but I love uh, the Lord uh, I was so happy when uh, our brother said about uh, Isaiah experience when uh, he saw the almighty God on his throne in the time of uh, troubles when the king of the country died and uh, the prophet said uh, my lips are unclean and the angel came and cleaned his lips and uh, I was uh, hit by a, a thought. I thought, oh, the Lord cleaned us entirely, not only the lips. So we should be thankful for, the, for his uh, gracious uh, mercy. I, uh, I choose this uh, biblical verse, uh, biblical uh, passage, for a few reasons. Uh, I'm happy the Anglican Church doesn't have a clock here. As we, they said, you can have, uh, you, you can speak as long as you 
want. There is no clock here. You know, once a, a minister became ill and he uh, went to the hospital to, be, to have a surgery, and the anesthetist, anesthetist, the doctor in charge to make anesthesia, was a member of his church. And he said to the minister, oh, he said, the pastor, now is my time to put you in sleep. <laughs> so, so feel free to, if it's too long, to... to I, um, my wish and my prayer is uh, to that prayer which he, uh, Elijah prophet has in front of uh, his, uh, his enemies and God enemies. He said, uh, my God, make your name known these days and let these people know I'm your servant. In my country where we live, uh, the church faced uh, many difficulties. And I think fa- church faced difficulties over the world. We should uh, stay together and uh, fight together for the success of the church. But always we should think the church belongs to, to the Lord. A great uh, English preacher said, uh, not the church decide the way, but God should decide the way which the church should follow. Uh, in, for many years, for centuries in Romania, Bible was forbidden for ordinary Christians. They said you can't interpret the scripture uh, because you don't have the, uh, the light to interpret the scripture. Uh, Living in the Jewish uh, geography, having the temple there, having that uh, style of worship with all the sacrifices, Jewish nation, they thought they deserve love of God because they are doing what is right to do as followers or children of God. They belong to the, the people of God. But in one day, uh, Jesus visited the Capernaum and he met some people who were part of the Jewish nation. And they begged him to go and heal uh, a servant of a Roman officer. And they have this kind of uh, mentality. Uh, he deserved to receive that kind, this kind of uh, uh, good because he is a good person, he loved this nation, he built our synagogue, so he deserved to, to be treated nicely. In opposite with their thinking, the Roman officer, he said, I didn't find myself worthy to have you under my roof, or I didn't consider myself worthy to come and uh, ask you to do these things. So please, please say only one word, and I'm sure my servant will be healed. Uh, in uh, Greek terminology, knowing about, uh, telling about, uh, or saying about uh, knowing, there are two words. They said a priori and a posteriori, which means knowing from, because you heard, 
and knowing because you experienced. And uh, in my country, it's a Christian country, everybody said, I believe in God. And they are sure, many of them, there are some agnostics, few, uh, they are sure there is God. But they are not sure they are saved. They live in a mystical religion, a kind of syncretism, related with their acts, good acts, and related with the mercy of God. And they don't want to know the, the word of God. But the Roman officer said, if you say a word, I'm sure my servant will be healed. The songs, they were wonderful. One of them, the song said, Keep my eyes above the waves. How you can live a life without that faith which can keep you above the waves? Because always we face waves. The society is up and down, the economy is up and down, the struggles, personal struggles or family struggles or community struggles. We always need Jesus in our lives. The Roman officer, his faith was appreciated, highly appreciated. But I'm not sure he ever met Jesus. Because Jesus didn't went and visit him. He said, you know, Jesus said once the, the sick people, they need a doctor. They, the Healed people, they don't need a doctor. Those who don't have, need a doctor, they, they don't have a doctor. So the Roman officer, he was all right with his faith. He had higher faith than the Jewish people who consider themselves worthy to receive blessings from God doing nothing. And once later in the Gospel, uh, Jesus had a, a word of repentance. Uh, uh, warning or a reproach. He said, uh, Capernaum, Capernaum, you are guilty because you saw so many miracles and you haven't changed your behavior. But excuse my translation because I translate my Romanian words. So it's, I think it's a, you should, you should do an effort to understand my words. You know, my intention is not to put you in sleep. Paul said in the uh, Romans letter in chapter 10, he said, brothers, wake up. We live in the last days of the world. And the salvation is closer now than it was when you start to believe. So probably my arrangements in English from my Romanian thoughts will keep you wake up better than... than uh, if I am native uh, English uh, speaker. Uh, knowing from experience, it is the best way to know the Lord. The uh, Greek uh, Gnosticism said the, the, the earth is, uh, is sin, is full of sin. And the Holy God couldn't come and reach or touch the ground because the sin. But the reality, the logos, the 
word of God, the God himself in his son, uh, in his son, uh, took flesh and he came and lived among us to show his father love for each of us. And people, uh, uh, as this centurion, heard about him. Some of them ignore him. And some others, they wanted to see him, to meet him, to touch him even. In the Bible, we have many people who wanted to, to touch him. And they felt the touch of the Almighty God through his, his son. Once one blind man was healed, and uh, the other uh, religious leaders came to this man and he said, give glory to the, the God. Because this man, who you pretend opened your eyes, is a sinner. And the man replied, if it is, if it is a sinner or not, I don't know. But what I know, because I experienced, I was blind and now I can see. And uh, I will be back for a minute about this a priori and a posteriori. In my country, people know about existence of God. But God is in a very far distance. Very far distance. They don't have, or many of them, they don't have a relationship, personal relationship with the Lord. They think if you belong to, if you have been baptized as a child, if you visit the church from time to time, if you put a candle somewhere, even in the, we have uh, these days a kind of uh, peregrines uh, places where people travel for special uh, gifts, spiritual gifts. The monastery or the heads of the monastery put their notes all over the yard of the, that famous monastery. Please don't throw your money. Please don't bend in front of the trees. So there are everywhere. But the people, people, Romanian people, they still keep their syncretism. They throw money for their luck in the fountains. They throw money in the trees. They put notes in the cracks of the walls. All these kind of things. So I thought, why people are so blind? What is my responsibility or what is our responsibility as Christians to bring the light in their life? To bring that real God to have, for them to have a real experience of his touch. So when we ask you to come in Romania, not all of you because we can't take care of you, all of you. People, Romanian people, they pay attention when people from foreign countries come. For me, being here, it is, I can't describe in words, hearing the English Christian singing. I'm lucky I'm understanding a little bit. Uh, it is, I don't need something else to encourage me. You know, knowing that Christianity is not something isolated somewhere, but it's everywhere. And you are blessed to have a, such a, a 
blessing. And England was for centuries one of the greatest nations who, who sent the gospel over the world to many people. The question is, if is anyone in this church who really want to be challenged to visit a country like Romania, not necessarily our area or Romania, in eastern countries where we were under the communist uh, domination for so many years, to share the gospel. Because you have that gift which is appreciated. If we do, when we do our job, they think we receive something for that. And we, we really receive. You know, we, if someone turns somebody else from his way to the Lord, he will be blessed. But they think we have um, material uh, arrangements. But when you face difficulties, as this officer faced, you don't need human words. You need that touch which comes from above. When uh, the next story in the Bible about this one is about a widow who lost her son. She lived in a place like England. England is forever green. Always when, I, when we came here, we think it's a springtime, doesn't matter. We came in later in the winter, in the summer, in the spring, it's always green. And this widow, she lives in Nain City, which, the, which that name means the green pastures. But when she lost her son, everything became suddenly or instantly dark. Nothing could change her situation. Only intervention of, my, uh, of our Lord changed her situation. We don't need uh, new methods of marketing. We need his personal touch. Uh, what make uh, we are a small congregation, very small, but what make that uh, small congregation very special is because we gather in the name of the Lord. And which, what makes the congregation more special, it is because he is there, because he promised when we gather in his name, he will be there. All the other things, doesn't matter how beautiful they are arranged, and I'll don't say more, they are human arrangements. But he came in the world to seek and find those who are lost. And my desire, and my wish, my prayer for to the, to the Lord. We have many prayers. One of our prayers in Romania, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We don't know, and we don't try to, to understand the situation with this American involved in the uh, Jerusalem capital. But anyway, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Uh, my prayer, and my wish to the Lord, for you all and for all the Christians in the world is to take action to present their Lord to their neighbors. It's the greatest job which we were called to do. May God bless you all abundantly. And I'm happy you are still wake up. And don't forget to pray for us 
all. And we will remember always you in our prayers. And if we don't see you again on this earth, we will see you at a big celebration in heaven. The five marks of mission as we pray today. The first mark is to proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God. And Lord, we just thank you for Virol's words to us. Lord, for the need to be real. To be real in our relationships. And to know you. Father, we thank you for Virol and Emma as they long to see more people in their community come into your kingdom. Father, we just thank you for their steadfastness. Lord, continue to encourage and uphold them in their challenging and difficult work, that they will see people turn to you. Lord, that they will be able to show the people of their nation that they need you and not just the symbols of you. Lord, we pray for this mission in the 3rd of July and for the children's work that follows in the week, that you will bless that, Lord, that you will be there speaking to the people. And Lord, thinking of this personally, as Viral challenged us to make our faith real for those around us. Lord, how we move on so quickly. And Father, we pray you'd prompt us to hold in prayer those that we prayed for for two weeks in the period of thy kingdom come. Lord, that we'd be attentive to you and your spirit prompting us to seek your strength to share your love with those people. And Lord, let's just spend a moment to remember each of them now. <laughs> 